0: Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome to Inside the Den. We have a special episode for you today. We talk with four seniors about to graduate from the college who were in the middle of their final season as an athlete here. And we wanted to talk with them so that they could share their stories about not just how they got to Lees McRae, but what it has been like for them to lose out on finishing out their careers and having lost their seasons as an athlete due to the coronavirus. And so we speak with... Four young people, a lacrosse player on the men's team and the women's team, as well as a softball player and a cyclist. I think you're going to enjoy today's show because when you get right down to it, that's what we're here for, are these kids. And they've been through an awful lot these past few weeks as athletes and as students. And we wanted to share with you just what it has been like for them because they all wanted to go out On a high note, but that wasn't to be. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and go Bobcats. Welcome to today's special episode here at Inside the Den. We're going to kick things off with our first athlete from the Women. Softball team, and it is Caitlin Ray. Caitlin, thank you for being on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I was reading a little bit about your bio, but how about you tell people, you know, where you're from and what position you play on the softball team, and how did you end up at Lees McRae? Well,
1: I'm from Somerville, North Carolina, and I play second and outfield. And I ended up at Lees McRae. My travel team actually played up there during one of our fall games. And I really liked the location. And um, I met some of the players, and I I really liked some of them. And so I just – and the location was perfect, too. So I decided that's kind of one of my options. And me and Coach started talking, and that's where I ended up.
0: Well – You know what, you have, going through your bio, you have made some tremendous strides and growth. And you are in the midst of this season. Uh, You know, you played last year on that championship, conference championship team, and you're back this year. I'm sure you and your teammates just thrilled and excited about the possibilities of getting back to the tournament. And you're having a rock and roll season. I mean, just hitting 365, got a couple home runs, and you know what just the season up to the point until it stopped what how was that for you I mean you had to feel pretty good about how things were going
1: yeah I think um, I think we all were feeling good you know after our first first game after we swept Catawba um, I think we were all feeling good and then we went to Lenore Ryan and beat the number one team in the nation twice and I think I think we were all excited to start conference and to see what was next and, um, and to have another good year.
0: Yeah. Well, you were definitely on your way, and as you said, beating the number one team two times in the same weekend, boy, that had to boost everyone's confidence of, of the, the full season ahead. Uh, uh, you know, but then things changed, and the world changed, and boy, the dominoes started falling pretty quickly. How did you find out? Uh, where were you and how did you find out that the season was over?
1: Um, well, earlier in that day, I'd seen where some other schools had started canceling and um, I, you know, you kind of start realizing like this could be us. And we had it was spring break and we went up to coach's house for dinner and she told us that the conference had decided to postpone. And um, we, so we all went home, and then about a week later, we found out that they just had canceled altogether. So, kind of what happened.
0: So when you're hearing this news, and you're here, you are you're a senior soon to graduate. Just what are the emotions going through your mind? What are you thinking, and how are you feeling?
1: Um, it kind of just hits you that you could potentially never play softball again um, after playing for as long as you have kind of kind of sucks um especially you know not knowing how the season could have ended or how your career could have ended and yeah
0: well have you given you know any consideration to the you know, the prospects of maybe coming back another year, you know, with the things that the NCAA is saying and possibly allowing? I'm not even sure where that stands right now, but was that something that you for yourself thought, well, maybe I'll do that? I don't know. Or are you ready to turn the page and move on?
1: Um, At first, I was definitely ready just, you know, to move on. But now, you know, with the possibility that I could go get my master's, and, you know, I still have that one year left. So, I mean, I don't really know what what's next for me as of right
0: now yeah well you have some time to decide that um you know looking ahead I mean the college has made some announcements on uh, commencement and that it's been canceled and they're going to do some special things to acknowledge everybody but you know you're going to graduate here in a little over a month You know what are your plans beyond college? You know what you just alluded to graduate school. Uh, What are your options right now? What are you thinking about?
1: Um, Well, I was in the hiring process for um, I turned some applications for some police departments because I wanted because I'm majoring in criminal justice. Okay. So um, that was kind of what I thought was going to be my next step, but. Right now, I'm not really sure what
0: I want to do. Okay. All right, so one final thing then. All right, we'll wrap up the part right here with this. Okay, so you have a moment with your your teammates and the freshmen and the sophomores and the juniors, the ones that are getting to come back for sure next year. What's going to be what would be some advice you would give to them? You know, I'm sure they're just like you, hungry, thinking that you're going to have a great season here in 2020, but now are having to wait till 2021. What advice do you have for them to be able to stay hungry, stay motivated, and be ready to come back and and finish off what you all had hoped to do this year?
1: Um, I guess just to play like it's your last game because you don't know when your last game is. And I think we've learned that this year, um, you know, like just keep playing and yeah.
0: Well, pretty simple advice, and I think that's that's good advice, you know, because we don't, we never know when our last game is, never know when our last day is. As a matter of fact, but uh, well, Kaylin, thank you for being on Inside the Den and sharing your story, and we wish you all the best moving forward. Thank you. Next up, we have Krista Tumanello. Krista plays on the women lacrosse team here at Lees McRae. Krista, thanks for being on the show.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: So tell us a little bit about where you're from and how did you end up from Florida to Lees McRae College?
2: Um, so I'm from Boca Raton, Florida. Um, I played basketball through my whole high school career, and I got recruited in raleigh actually at a tournament and got a scholarship to Lee's mccray to play basketball oh. and so i played on the basketball team um for about two and a half years and then i decided i needed something different and the women's lacrosse team actually picked me up
0: oh well that's interesting okay so yeah. had you never played lacrosse prior to that
2: no, I'd never played. Um, oh, my sister played actually. Um, she's a lot older than me though. So I saw her playing growing up, but I'd never played myself.
0: Oh, now that's an interesting transition then. Right, uh, yeah, exactly. Did you did you take to it pretty quickly, I, I assume?
2: Uh yeah, I did. It's similar kinda to soccer, which I also played growing up. Okay. Um, so I felt like with soccer and, you know, just being um been playing a lot of sports as a child. I pretty picked it up pretty easily, um, but I definitely got a lot of help from my teammates and a lot of support from my coach.
0: Yeah. Well, I noticed, you know, you played a lot. Here you are wrapping up your senior season at Lees McRae, about to graduate, and you're in the middle of it. And then, of course, things change, and it just abruptly stops, uh, and it's no more. What has that been like for you personally? How have you coped with that? How have you been adjusting to that? What was it like to experience it in the moment?
2: It was pretty crushing. Um we all found as a team, we were all together in one of our teammates' houses and we heard it. Um, we were having a spaghetti dinner actually, and we were all pretty crushed. Um, we all got very emotional. For me personally, I think I'm still in shock. you know, um, I don't think anybody could have ever imagined their collegiate sports career ending this way um, we didn't get a senior night you know and especially this year our team was so close like we all were very very close friends um we knew we were gonna have a great season and just for that to be taken away um, definitely hurt pretty bad um, I think the thing that's worse for me is that I didn't get any closure mm. um, to my sports career yeah so that hurt a lot um, I think I'm still trying to accept the fact that it is over. But I think, in the end, we'll find some positives out of it, and it'll just help us grow.
0: Yeah. Well, we got to believe that that's going to be the case. With all that's happening with the things that NCAA has been saying about um, eligibility, is that something that you've thought about, too, as far as maybe coming back another year and exploring another season?
2: Um, Well, I thought about it, but I just don't see how it could happen because I did get accepted into UNC for grad school. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pursue an MPH there, Master of Public Health, um, with applied epidemiology. Oh. Uh, so I just think that I think I'm ready for the next step. Yeah. Well, um, that's even had, more
0: that's even more appropriate considering what's happening today.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like right in the midst of everything that's happening. My career um, will be in the future.
0: Mm, okay. Well, that's gonna make for more interesting times and experiences for you. Uh, so I'm curious. Uh, you know, you've been at Lees McRae all these years, and now you're not even on campus anymore like all the other students. What do you miss most about being in Banner Elk at Lees McRae right now?
2: I miss the community. Uh, I miss my close friends, uh, the teachers I had really good relationships with, all that support from everybody around you at all times. Um, I feel like at Lees McRae, everyone has your back no matter where you are. Like, even if you're not really sure who someone is or um, – just not sure about, like, where you're at in, like, whatever situation you're in. Somebody will be there for you no matter what you're doing. And I feel like um, obviously the world's not like that, but at least McCray you have that, that love all around you at all times.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And so with that in mind, here you are, a senior, about to graduate, and you have some teammates who maybe they're freshmen, sophomore, juniors. They're going to get that opportunity to come back. What is your message to them? What, are, what is your message to those who do get to come back for that next year?
2: I hope that they just take everything um, seriously and take everything that it can um, with just in mind that this happened and this can happen at any time. It can be all taken away from you um, at any moment, any day. I don't think that anybody could have been prepared for what just happened. Um, so I think that In all things that we do from now on, I think everybody will um, just know that it really could be your last, no matter what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Well, and having an appreciation for the moment that you're in. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, one final thing. Okay. What is next for Krista? I know you alluded to it a second ago, but, yeah, maybe share more about what your goals and ambitions are as you move forward after graduation.
2: Yeah, so um, I'm going to move to the Chapel Hill area, um, probably in the beginning of August, so I can settle in before school starts, Um, but I'm going to be pursuing a master's in public health, Um, my concentration is applied epidemiology, so that'll be a two year program, I eventually would like to get a PhD as well, Mm. but I'm hoping to get a job in the field before that, so I can, um, you know, get a little bit more experience, and if I actually need the the PhD, it's always been a dream of mine to have one, but um I know that can wait. Yeah. If need be.
0: Well that you know, that is actually exciting, all things considered. And, right. Uh, it's something
2: to look forward to in all this.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. Well, Krista, thanks for sharing your story on Inside the Den today and I wish you all the best.
2: Of course. Have a good one.
0: My next guest is Luke Strong. Luke plays for the men lacrosse team at Lees McRae. Luke, how are you doing today?
3: Doing well, Coach. How are you doing today? I'm doing
0: great. Thanks for being with me. Um, so tell me, where are you from? And uh, yeah, how did how did you end up choosing Lees McRae?
3: Well, I'm originally from Fort Mill, South Carolina, which is just outside of Charlotte. Um the way I found Lees McRae, I guess, is kind of a, a different way than most, probably, because I do a lot of fishing. So I fished in the area a lot, including the river on campus, actually. Wow. So I'd been around the area, and I honestly didn't even know there was a school here for a while. <laughs> I just kind of saw some of the big buildings. I was like, oh, this place looks kind of nice. And I'd been around the area. And then I was at a camp in Georgia at Young Harris when the old lacrosse coach had came up to me and showed interest in recruiting me and then i'd got back to my room and started looking up a little and said oh yeah i've been right there so i knew exactly where it was and it was kind of at that point where i knew exactly that's where i was going to be my dad was getting mad at me because he said yeah you have to keep your options open and then of course i was like nope nope this this (laughs) is the one this is where i'm going to (laughs) be
0: well you man with that that as a hobby i mean that had to be awesome to be here for i guess you're here for what four years And, you know, I think that's, yeah, I mean, me as a cyclist, I mean, this is a dream location, you know, and as a fisherman, uh, I I would think that's the same. So I was looking into things for you, you know, you've been a starter for most of your career. And, you know, what's your position in lacrosse? There's a lot about that sport I don't understand. But maybe share a little bit about what your competition experience has been like at Leeds McRae.
3: All right. Yeah. So I play um, I play close defense most most of the time i play a little bit of what we call lsm or long stick midi but that's that's a little too much running for me so i try to avoid that (laughs) um so on defense we're the ones basically stopping them from scoring you know that's our ultimate goal so especially starting out being a starter as a freshman was definitely a little bit intimidating especially when we're playing against these top 10 teams in the nation like belmont abbey and limestone um so when I'm going up there, like little 18-year-old me going up against big, like 22-year-old guys that, that are about to play this professionally, either in the MLL or the NLL, which is the indoor and outdoor major leagues, yeah. it was definitely intimidating. I'm definitely getting sized up by by a lot of guys at first but i think that's ultimately uh what pushed me to become better yeah. when i first came in i think that was one of my biggest like impacts for lacrosse from freshman year to sophomore year is i realized that i got to step up my game so i started getting in the weight room a lot more and i actually was able to put on a decent amount of size and that's kind of what helped my playing out the most was having that size and then yeah that gave me the confidence to play against some of these bigger guys that I was like, well, they can't really push me around as much now. So well, that, that, that was definitely my biggest thing.
0: That transitions into, you know, the real topic of the conversation is wow, you go through that experience and you, yeah, you gain that knowledge and then the confidence and the size and here you are your senior year and you all were in the middle of your season and then everything begins to happen and unravel. And you know, you, of course, everyone by now knows that uh, you know the seasons were canceled. Uh, how have you been handling that? What what did that? What was that like? What did it feel like when you learned that it was all over and here you are about to graduate? Uh, yeah, give me your perspective of just how that has really hit you since it's happened.
3: Um. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely very disappointing, especially not knowing that that was going to be our last game. And that was Mm. our last game was actually before a lot of the things had started to get worse. The Ivy league lacrosse or Ivy league in general, actually, I think was the first like conference to say that they were going to be done with their season. And I don't think that came out till after our game. So that wasn't even a thought in our mind during the time. Yeah. I mean, luckily we won our last game. So it's nice to go out with a win. However, it was just, I mean, I don't know, we we weren't ready for it. It wasn't something that we were expecting. It wasn't like you're going out there saying, boys, this is going to be the last time I'm ever going to play on the field with you guys. Like, you normally can't anticipate going into what you usually know is going to be your last game. Yeah. So it was kind of like, all right, let's go out there, have fun, play hard, let's get a win.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it is nice to go out on a W, and I know I've said this to our team a lot. I mean, the only ones that end a season on the win are the ones that are the champions usually. And so, you know, this is kind of odd. What for you has been the toughest part of it? Aside from that? you just alluded to, hey, not knowing it was going to be our last game. It's probably Maybe it was a good thing in this situation, but now that you've been back home, uh, you know, dealing with online classes, what's been the toughest part of that?
3: um well i get, my situation's a little different actually because so i'm a nursing major so i was still doing my clinical rotations working in the hospital down in ash county for a while here afterwards it was only as of this monday that they got canceled so i was actually in clinical on sunday wow. the day before and i found out halfway through and they told us that that was actually going to be our last one so i was anticipating another five rotations there. But then that ended up halfway through the day, I had to tell my preceptor and say, Oh, sorry, yeah, this is my, my last one. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I guess my situation is a little different too, because I'm, I'm staying up on Beach Mountain currently with a friend. So I was able to be able to get close to those. And the online classes, they're definitely different. It's, it's not really my learning style, because I like to be there and ask questions. And get lots of clarification on things that I'm really unaware of. So that's definitely been an impact and I wasn't quite ready for that. Yeah. I wasn't ready to switch to everything is online. And I I don't think I'm the most tech savvy person to be completely honest with you. Well, (laughs) I think that's
0: a big adjustment everyone is, is coping with, including the professors and, uh, Yeah, that's tough. Well, that's unique. You know, uh, you're on Beach Mountain, which is, you know, right above Banner Elk. Uh, You know, one of the questions I was going to ask is, what do you miss most about Lees McRae? But you're right here. Uh, But having said that, now that all this has happened, and it's all coming to an end soon with graduation for you, what do you miss most about Lees McRae right
3: now? I mean, right now, well, I guess it's, it's kind of two different sides. Like right now, it's April second, and there's still snow on the ground here on beach. So, yeah <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's still the, basically in Banner Elk. Um, but, I mean, there's kind of like two sides to it because I am still getting a lot of the experience that I came here to. I'm going fishing later today. I've been riding my bike around a lot more recently, so I've still been enjoying all the outdoor activities that Lewis mccray has to offer and offer in the surrounding areas have to offer, which is why I've been <laughs> telling oh, my man. mom not going back home because. I said there's nothing new in Fort Mill and there's everything that I want to do up here. Yeah. So I mean I, I'm I'm lucky enough to still be able to get that experience, but then at the same time it's kind of different without being all my without being without my friends, you know. Yeah. And there was a lot of guys that you know I was playing I got really close with over this previous season a lot of freshmen and just some of the guys I wasn't as close with before that I ended up becoming really close friends with. And, you know, I didn't know that was going to be the last time mm. I said bye to him or anything like that. Yeah. And, or there was some that I didn't even get to say bye to. There was a lot of them were like, all right, yeah, I'll see you later. And then not knowing, oh, yeah, I am gonna, I have my rotation all day this day, and then you're going home back to Maryland or wherever else. And yeah. So that was definitely kind of the biggest thing for me.
0: Well, I, I tend to think that's still not the end, you know. You might not be a student later on, but you're going to see them and uh, yeah. it's just going to be a different context. Uh, okay, so one final thing. Uh, what is next for Luke Strong?
3: Um. Well, as of right now, I've been I've been still applying to a couple jobs. My goal is to move out to Montana somewhere in the Rockies so I can be out in the mountains still because, you know, oh, that's, that's why that's I came beautiful. here was to, to be in the mountains. So going out to the Rockies hopefully and then, just keep exploring. I mean, that's about all my goal is right now, just hopefully find a job, which I mean, being a nursing major, that's in very high demand right now. I'm hoping they have a lot of the larger facilities have a focus on hiring and not just keeping who they have, because I know they're going to get stressed out right now with everything going on. It's put a big impact on the healthcare workers. So I'd like to be a part of it out there. And obviously that's not where most of the cases are currently but i mean obviously there's still need for healthcare workers everywhere so yeah it's my plan just to stay outside and enjoy enjoy what we have
0: well you know i've been to montana a couple times and i tell you what that's a pretty good trade luke that's a good one
3: absolutely
0: all right luke thanks for being on the show
3: yes sir thanks for having me
0: Next up is Aaron Farraza. Aaron races for the women's cycling team here at Lees McRae College. Aaron, thanks for being on Inside the Den. How are you doing today?
4: I'm pretty. It's sunny and 65. How are you, Tim?
0: <laughs> I got snow on the ground, so I think you got me beat. <laughs> well, Aaron, uh, tell us a little bit about where you're from and how did you end up at Lees McRae College?
4: Um, So I'm from um, a small town um, just south of Boston, Massachusetts, and I um, I was just touring schools, colleges all over Massachusetts, and I'd been to about 15, and I just, like, nothing really stood out about any of them, and I had received some stuff in the mail from Lee's McRae, so I thought maybe if I just go down and look at Lee's McRae, it'll help me see what I like and don't like about schools, and I just fell in love with the mountains and knew that that was the place for me.
0: Well, you have, uh, of course, I know you pretty well firsthand, you know, all four years. Here we are. We're in that final semester, and you've made such tremendous progress. And when we say you race for the cycling team, you raced about everything that we have. Maybe share a little bit about all the different disciplines you've been a part of over the years.
4: Yeah, so I came in as primarily a mountain biker, um, just cross country. So I started with cross country and short track and then the team, the boys on the team kind of got me into downhill and slalom. So I tried my part at gravity and then I just kind of won't be left at school when everyone else was racing. So then I raced cyclocross and then road and I did time trial and I did crits. I think the only thing I never did was track. I still have never raced on a track. But, yeah, um, I was really just a mountain biker, and now I've done it all, and I think that I'll continue to do that outside of school, too.
0: Good. Well, and and so that, that segues well into, you know, now the spring being road season time. Uh, you'd been training your butt off, getting ready, prepared to finish off the season, your final season at Lees McRae in style uh, at Road Nationals, but we get through the middle of the season and then things begin to happen and the world changed uh, and then cancellations take place. And ultimately uh, we lose our entire road season plus nationals for you as a senior. I know you were pretty upset about it, even though you couldn't do anything about it, of course, but how has that hit you? What, what has that meant to you to get to this point to come so far, but now it's no longer there?
4: honestly, it was just really heartbreaking because, um, like for the people that don't know, like you train for cycling, like you start like a year out. So I feel like I had like been training for, you know, road nuts for like a year now and we were doing triple T practice and we had had two road races and I was like, wow, this is like, this is my year. Like I feel awesome. And then it's just like hard because you'll just never know you'll never know what could have been um and it's like a whole year of training like it's not just like a month or you know a season so it's pretty disappointing but um you know there's it's just for the best and there's nothing we can do about it but it's just something like I'll always wonder like what could have been you know like what could I have done if this didn't happen
0: yeah well, you certainly had made a lot of growth. And, you know, our sport's unique in that you, you will continue to get to race your bike once this turns and uh, uh, turns for the better. And as you said, you'll keep doing it because cycling's in your heart. Uh, a- as a student at Lee's McRae, just think about it not so much from an athletic standpoint. You're down there in Bavard, which is a pretty awesome town in and of itself. But what do you miss most about being in Banner Elk and being at Lee's McRae right now?
4: Um, <laughs> I honestly miss, like, going to the cafeteria <laughs> and just sitting down and having those weird conversations that we would have at, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, like, even if you weren't hungry, you went to the cafeteria to socialize, and I really miss that.
0: Yeah, I miss that, too. I miss the lunches, uh, and I miss those conversations, and it's, uh, you know, you don't realize how how much the, the community is a part of your, your, your everything until you're no, no longer part of it and, and how it how it really affects you and what you miss most about it. So, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well.
4: Yeah, and, like, every day, Shannon, the cafeteria lady, she would make my day every day. And I honestly, like, I miss seeing her. She would scan my card and she would say something funny. And, like, you don't realize how much it, like, makes your day until it's not part of your day anymore.
0: yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's tough, and it's affecting, uh, you know, the staff and faculty as much as it is the students and the athletes. We all have our own unique stories that go along with that. Okay, so you're doing online classes, and you're a fantastic student. You just made the USA Cycling Academic All-Star list, uh, and you're knocking things out. You're going to graduate here soon. What is next for Aaron moving forward?
4: Um, So I'm going to continue training. Um, There's no races on the schedule in sight, but I'm going to train for life, as I've been saying. I'm just going to train. It's always good to be strong and fast. And um, I have lined things up to go to graduate school at King University in Bristol, Tennessee, where I'll be um, studying for a master's in business with a marketing concentration. Um, And from there, we'll see what happens after that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, then one one final thing to go with that. Uh, You and I have had some good long conversations about career choices. Uh, And you have expressed an interest in coaching. Is that something you think you still want to do?
4: I definitely think so. Yeah. um, Before all this happened, I was actually looking at getting a summer internship um, with a coaching company. But um, I definitely think that's something I want to do because, like, you have, like, positively changed so many people's lives. And, like, I just want to help other people do that. And, like, it's a sport we love. So it's like it won't even feel like a job, I feel like.
0: You're exactly right. (laughs) It doesn't feel like a job. Well, Aaron, I think you're making uh, great choices. You've come a long way. And I'm very fortunate and blessed to have you had you on the team for these past four years. I appreciate you being on inside the den today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of inside the den. I sure hope you enjoyed those stories from Aaron and Luke and Krista and Caitlin as they offered their perspective of what it's been like to lose out on their senior season here at Lees McRae. It's been tough. It's been heartbreaking. But as you can see, they're ready to move on and go and live that next chapter of their lives. We're very fortunate to have had them with us for four years. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned to the next episode. And go Bobcats to listen to this episode again, or to find previous episodes, go to our website lmcbombcats.com or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lees McRae Athletics. And as always, go
1: Bobcats!